How can I explain things unseen when I can feel it? How can I attain the answers for questions that linger? Or if my mind could wrap around the facts, make them tangible, it be easy. Yeah. The way I'm feeling, it's just beyond a reason. Hey everyone, we're back again. (laughs) (laughs) Don't sound so sad about it. (laughs) Well, I promise we'll be more consistent um, (laughs) at some point. But so this past week you missed us and we are apologetic, but our studio fell apart. (laughs) Our studio is a disaster. Um, We had new carpets put in to our downstairs area because it really had to happen. And uh, the people who did it were awesome, but they uh, kind of accidentally... They were a little rough. They (laughs) they pulled down our curtains accidentally. And uh, We've got this really funky studio where we try to, (laughs) and hopefully the echo is not too bad today, but we try to uh, soundproof... Sorry. Sorry, go Try on. to soundproof the room and we did a pretty good job with some um soundboarding equipment if that's the right term. Yeah, I don't even know. Um yeah, there it's like soundproof. Soundproof boards. Go. And uh <laughs> but then we have this whole room behind us, so we put up some curtains and it looks a little weird, but we thought it looked okay. And uh we're certainly not super handy and we used like, you know, ceiling mounted curtain rods that are glued (laughs) and screwed and it was okay but then it got ripped down so either way uh we're we're back back. yeah (laughs) so we just we we sort of destroyed our uh our makeshift studio but it's fine we're totally fine we're back in business and if it sounds terrible then we may have to take another week off to fix it again (laughs) and you'll never hear this episode and uh well i just feel like this keeps happening but maybe it's a reason that we don't know maybe it's beyond a reason maybe it is I mean, well, to be honest, it's interesting because this is the first time Derek and I are going to do back-to-back episodes. Um, You're not going to hear two episodes on Wednesday, but like we're going to record back-to-back. It's our grind week. Yeah, because we just uh, we're getting all these great ideas and like these what feels like beyond reason topics that I think could really relate to so many people. And uh, you know, why wait every week to do one at a time? We can knock out two or three at a time. So. We uh, maybe we needed the week to just have all these things sort of yeah. pile on. There's us. a reason. It's beyond our reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the puns for now. Oh, gosh. All right. So today we actually did want to dive into which we were going to talk about last week. Uh, Twenty twenty. Um, we sort of hinted at it at, in the very first episode of season two um, that we sort of went into a hiatus because we were going through about three months of just um it was just craziness and health issues and loss and tragedy and things like that. So to just give you a little bit of a synopsis, um, our entire family contracted COVID. Um, my youngest sister and my grandmother were the first to get it. Uh, and then I got it. My other sister got it. My parents, um, eventually Derek had a little bit of like a cough and our doctor said, there's no way he didn't get it. Uh, Chase had a fever for one day. So they were like, yep, he probably has it. My brother and sister-in-law eventually got it. Their son got it. So our entire family within a three week span had full blown COVID. 
Um, scary. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, it was you know it's everything that you like talk about for so long and and you do all the right things, but it was one dinner that we had our just our family, which we haven't really seen friends or other people. We've just been literally spending time with our family, and um, we usually go to dinner every two weeks at my parents' house. And somebody came to that dinner and had COVID without knowing it, and our entire family contracted it in one sitting. So um, we all, for the most part, got through it. Uh, the only one who did not was my grandmother. She passed away um, the day after Thanksgiving. And uh, my grandmother is kind of like a second mom to me. She has lived with us for 25 years. Um, she is very much like just a huge part of our life. She's always been like the matriarch of our family. <laughs> I thought you had to sneeze. <laughs> No, no, I'm good. <laughs> trying not to burp into the microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I just see him over here and I'm like, he's trying really hard not to sneeze, but he could sneeze. It's fine. We could always cut and paste. Um, and and so it was it was a tremendous loss that we did not really expect. I mean, she had been ill for a while and COVID just kind of took her over the edge. So um, she just is incredibly important to us. And it was a good, you know, two months that we really, especially getting through the holidays, we just needed that time to just heal and be a family and get through this time. So we appreciate you guys kind of sticking with us and understanding that. Um, and then we realized, you know, by the beginning of the new year, we were like, okay, one of the things that really brings peace to Derek and I and really makes us feel like we're in touch with our faith and just kind of, I don't want to even say like giving back. It just makes us feel like we're connecting with people and that we're all more connected than maybe we feel like we are sometimes um, was we felt like we needed to get back into our podcast and get back to being with all of you. So that's why we, we needed just a little time. So yeah. we're good. I think it's kind of the point of the podcast is just that, you know, life is going to get uh, hairy. It's going to throw you a lot of curveballs, but there's always some kind of positivity. Mm-hmm. There's always some kind of light. And it would be very hypocritical of us to experience a lot of terrible stuff, but not be able to bounce back and try to use it for some good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it it really was something that we, as soon as we knew we were going to launch the podcast again, we really wanted to do a podcast dedicated to this idea of, okay, everybody talks about how 2020 is the worst year of anyone's remembering. And, and that's totally fair. I mean, people lost jobs, loved ones. They were in isolation for, they still may be even till today. Um, You know, thankfully the vaccine is starting to roll out, but it was, it was a brutal year. There was also a lot of racial tensions that went on. There was also a really contentious election. There was just a lot happening in 2020. And it sort of feels like when you look at it in this big picture, there's nothing good that could have come of it. Right. I mean, that's what I think a lot of people will think. Um, But Derek and I have really tried to spend a lot of time looking back at it and even, you know, this is sort of a Derek thing, but looking at like even data that proves that there actually were some really cool things that I think our world needed and we wouldn't have gotten if not for the pandemic. I told you numbers are powerful. <laughs> they are. Sometimes. Well, I, yes. No, I just I, I'm not always like good with math. That's OK. You know, I'm terrible at that. And my lefts and rights. I don't I still don't know which one. You're is making progress. I'm, you haven't looked down at your hands in a while. That's to... because I I write L and R on my feet. <laughs> like I put it on my socks. You've just never noticed before. Please don't look down. Well, so. Now I know. 
Now you know. (laughs) (laughs) But there were some really cool things that came out of 2020. And I know that sort of sounds like really ironic to say, honestly, because like I said, that's it's been such a year of turmoil and tragedy and hardship. But there were some cool things that I actually don't shoot the messenger on this one. I actually kind of hope stick around. Um, for example, I was saying to Derek, this is where I became a little Derek studious a little bit. Um, <laughs> I was doing my newscast a couple weeks ago and I read two things that I thought were really interesting when they recapped 2020 in the beginning of January. The first thing was most television networks, like children's television networks, Disney, Nickelodeon, PBS, they Cartoon Network, they were down at least 30%, which I'm not sitting here going, yay, let's have our TVs fail. Um, but it certainly f- sounds like it. It just, to me, <laughs> you have to attribute the fact that the only reason that television networks would have been down is because kids were not watching TV. And you think to yourself, well, that's weird. They were stuck at home. Well, that means that they were outside playing or they yeah. were spending time with their families or they were out going for walks or getting on their scooter or walking their dogs or playing in the backyard or going to, uh, to a, a jungle gym what are those called playgrounds you know yeah. like they were being innovative they Old were being school. creative right they mm-hmm. were playing games again like which brings me to my next point i read a report just this week that said that toy sales were up from 2019 to 2020 by 19 percent. so like the local mom and pop shops new they, toys. yeah new toys literally they all were they were selling out games they were selling out um different like uh like the water pens like chase has coloring books yeah. um blocks were up again legos puzzles oh my gosh all of it like all the stuff that we grew up with and our parents grew up with made a huge comeback this year and i'm all for it i love it well Mm -hmm. we did that in the beginning of the pandemic we went out and bought like what five or six board games yeah we had board game nights we're so cool those were our date nights. yeah we they we were cool (laughs) you you suck my battleship i know i know yeah well i mean I had to win. (laughs) I'm still competitive, even if it's a a board game. But I think that those are really cool things um, that, you know, I think really went away. Like in the 90s, when we were even growing up, like those were staples in our households. We only had one TV in the house and you only watched one television show after you were done with your homework and, and, you know, and before dinner. So you had maybe an hour in there where you could watch like Boy Meets World or something or Rugrats. And we just we. We really weren't TV driven. My mom had us outside all the time or yeah. had us playing games all the time yeah, or yeah. using our imagination. Like you and Alex, that's like all you guys did was use your imagination. Yeah. Yeah. My best friend, Alex, basically my brother. Anytime we were inside on our Game Boys or watching TV, his mom, Ellen, would just be like, what are you guys doing? Get outside. <laughs> and yeah, we would be outside. We'd pretend that wolves were chasing us or... Uh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't mention, but yeah, we were doing a lot of crazy stuff, riding dirt bikes, getting dirty, you know, throwing the baseball around. Did you fall in and, a pond once? Yeah. Yep. And then, uh, yep. I <laughs> <laughs> fell through ice that was certainly not strong enough for us to be on it after we were playing hockey and you know, had a near death experience, all good stuff. I mean, yeah. so I'm certainly not <laughs> looking for anybody's kids to fall through ice. That's so not what I'm saying. But just the the idea of getting outside, like, I don't know, I think in the beginning of the pandemic, um, you where my husband works is in uh, Fairfield. And for a lot of you probably are not even familiar with it. But where he is, there's a high school up the street. There's a couple elementary schools in that area. There's a playground. There's a track. Um, I think you had mentioned that when you were driving home, like you had never seen so many people walking dogs and like walking with their parents or yeah, on scooters or, or rollerblading. Or, yeah. Rollerblading came back big. Yeah. 
So cool. We still need to get some. I know. I know. Does anyone have recommendations as to where we should get some? Because <laughs> Derek and I used to be ballers at rollerblading. We didn't uh, know each other, but we loved rollerblading as kids. Yeah, like rollerblading, uh, like those places you would go or like the oh, track or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Roller um, Kingdom. Roller yeah, Kingdom. Like they're, well, yeah, I guess yours yeah. would have been different than mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was cool, though. Yeah, but they're like roller skates and like the lights were on and everything. Yeah. Yeah. That was that's like so a true, true party. 12 year old i also that actually just because i'm thinking of the lights and all the strobes so uh side note everybody um derek and i have tried to teach chase about getting off the television and everything and trying to like entertain he loves music so we got him this little strobe light and we just shut the lights off it is Yeah. yeah he loves it it's all different colors and we put it on and chase just has dance parties and it looks like we're having raves like every night i'd love to know yeah the neighbors are probably like i thought they had a small child yeah (laughs) actually the small child is the party yeah he's the one who's actually running the party he literally goes mom dad party i mean it's (laughs) yeah but um yeah so uh, just kind of that's another thing though is you know i think that we always complain so much as a society that you know our next generation they don't know how to have an imagination or be creative or be innovative or they're lazy or you know all, all the things that we heard as millennials and to me i saw so many creative things yeah. come out of 2020 yeah. so much i think prior to COVID happening like most of us were just just to use an analogy like driving on the highway on like you know cruise control cruise control mm-hmm. and <laughs> I, just to make it more personal i have um uh car issues this past week where one of my tires was basically like i know nothing about cars but he basically <laughs> told me that the tire was like showing metal that's like and when you drove it on the highway you could feel like a bump is that why um, you never told me that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great. So to bring it go, honey. <laughs> <laughs> so to bring it back to the analogy, it was like I was driving every day, uh, you know, to work on the highway, a bumpy road, not even thinking about it. But um, uh, you know, COVID has caused us to kind of like slow down, uh, finally stop our cars, and change our tires, and like have that um, break from the busyness of life Mm -hmm. and really go back to the basics of, you know, uh, spending time with family Mm -hmm. and going outside and using our imaginations to keep ourselves busy and not just having that one two hour segment of the day where you're like, all right, I need to catch up on my shows or like, you know, before my life speeds up again, you know, it's everyone had to stop their cars, change their tires Mm -hmm. and kind of change their, approach of life yeah I think even like the idea of family so you know I grew up in an Italian family and family was everything and sometimes it was a little too much for me and I could never really as a kid like understand why we had to constantly you know see not that I didn't love my grandparents but like it just felt like we always had to see my grandparents we always had to check in with aunts and uncles we always had to write them cards on Hanukkah or Christmas or their birthdays or Mother's Day or Father's Day and I feel like as I got older at least you know those things sort of went away and we kept getting more busy and like the next generation always you know kind of gave us a pass and we're like it's okay it's totally fine it's all good um but it's really not all good like the other night we just zoomed with my aunt who lives in washington dc she's awesome aunt m is so cool fabulous she is fabulous and she (laughs) she never got married she never had children and that was the life she wanted and she became this powerhouse in washington dc she worked for a couple of the administrations she worked for the clinton administration uh 
um, I believe. I mean, she ended up working for the the Library of Congress. Like she she was awesome. Was Jimmy Carter. To start Jimmy Carter. Yep. Yeah. That. Yes. That's it. Yes. I mean, she she was just awesome. Um, she you know at one point she ran a campaign for a Republican as well. Like she just she's seen it all. She's done it all. She still lives in D.C. I mean, she's taken us through the White House before. Like I've been in the press conference room where the president stand at the podium. Like it's it's very cool. She's amazing. Um. But, you know, like for the last 10 months, she has literally just been in her apartment and and she can't see, you know, family. She hasn't really seen friends. She's in that 70 plus column. Um, So it's, you know, it's been really scary for her. And she's had like near like these cancer diagnoses. So she's had these health issues before. And like the other night I'm we're zooming and I realized that a year ago. You know, I would have maybe seen my aunt once or twice a year. If that, I would have maybe picked up the phone for her once or twice a year. And it's not because I don't love my aunt. It's just that you don't think about it. You really don't think about whatever is not right in front of you. And we're kind of selfish human beings. We just are. I think that's just us in nature. Well, we're just moving too fast. Yeah, right. And we can't get out of our own way. But it was so nice the other day to just sit there and talk to her and like see her and to, and, and not because we were on vacation or not because it was somebody's birthday, just to say hi and to see how their day was going. And it turns out Aunt M is like the only person of the baby boomer generation that liked Shit's Creek without me trying. I was so happy. She's the yeah. first person in my parents' age group that actually just understands why the Rose family is so awesome. That's Sorry. very important. It actually was really to me. I thought, <laughs> why have I not been talking to you for six seasons? Like I've been trying to get my parents to get into it. They're trying, but... I don't know. So anyways, I digress. But like there are moments like that where, dare I say, there are parts of 2020 that I really hope don't go away. Yeah. yeah that yeah. It scares me that we'll go backwards a little bit. Like I, I don't want to go backwards in some essence. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think when the world opens back up and opportunities are abound to do whatever you want with your time. Um, I just hope that people can realize that it's not always the best idea to move at a thousand miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Like you need to um, schedule, even if it's like you literally have to put it on your calendar, but you need to schedule time with your family and schedule time to play board games and schedule times to go outside and just when when you're not forced to do it. I mean, clearly, if you've done some of those things, you know how powerful it is mm-hmm. and you know how therapeutic it was. And it, it wasn't just therapeutic because of what's going on in the world. It was therapeutic because like we need we it. need it. Mm-hmm. Like us as humans, we're supposed to be in community and in family and in love with each other mm-hmm. and spending the time to get to know one another and get to know that your Aunt Emily likes Schitt's Creek, you yeah. know, like that stuff doesn't come out if it's just a passing conversation because you got 10 other things you got to go to and you got a party over here and you've got plans this weekend and you're going to an Airbnb on Saturday and Mm -hmm. you know so you need to I think we all everyone's COVID experience has been different and Mm -hmm. a lot of people have experienced a lot of negativity but um I think this idea of slowing life down and even if it's a scheduled slowdown it's powerful Mm -hmm. and we hope it sticks around. Yeah. I mean, and the other thing, just a side note, is a lot of you started cooking more. Like, I definitely started cooking more. Um, I wouldn't say I'm at chef level, but I definitely sous discovered. Chef. Yeah, I'm like sous chef level. But I definitely <laughs> discovered in 2020 that Derek is like 
under wraps is a legit chef like <laughs> no i'm not i no yes he is like he legitimately shocked me i mean he always knew how to cook and he had a passion for it but i think 2020 sort of forced him to be creative because derek and i are foodies we love going to restaurants that's like a very that's something big for us and we love to i mean it's probably not the right mentality it's definitely not the right mentality but we reward ourselves through food <laughs> which yeah. is very much like i love the, dog the term mentality. foodie it's like actually we're just carrying a couple extra pounds yeah we're just <laughs> I mean, but that's a nice way to put it. We're foodies. It's cool. I mean, we have to go to the gym five days a week because we're foodies, <laughs> but we're foodies nonetheless. And my husband got so creative during the pandemic. And if that goes away, I will be so sad. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. No, I, you know, I think that is part of it, though. It's it's um, people. I, I think the food that you consume has a big impact on your energy and your ability to be your best self. And I think the pandemic has caused people to look at their health and look at what they're eating and spend time, even if it is cooking like really delicious foods, you're using like whole ingredients and you're spending the time to not just order pizza, but to maybe make a pizza mm-hmm. and maybe use cauliflower cl- crust and mm-hmm. Um, maybe instead of, you know, going out to McDonald's, you stay home and you find like an interesting way to make like, I don't know, a salad or a burger a different way. No, it's true. It's true. I, I can't, I mean, there have been a couple of times where I've literally gone into our pantry and I'm like, okay, I have in here chickpeas. I have this, I have that, and I have this. And it's like, okay, I am going to, um, I'm going to make, you know, tacos out of this. I don't know how that made tacos, but it did and it worked and it was great and I was happy with it. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess the, the challenge for you guys this week, if you want to give it a shot, especially because we have our first month of 2021 down. It probably doesn't feel like it's much different than 2020 because we're still in the pandemic, still waiting for vaccines for the most part. Um, We're still kind of going through a transition with the election, still going on trying to fight for justice, for racial equality, women's rights, all of that. Um, So, you know, I would challenge all of you to like look back at 2020 and just find even one thing, but, you know, one, two, three things that you thought, wow, actually that wasn't an awful thing to come out of that year and I would love to continue having that happen in our household like give that a shot and it, it's amazing how it may just sort of change your perspective a little bit from everything negative to maybe there was a little silver lining in there yeah and I think that'll come out of reflection and I think that's something we're going to touch on in the next episode just mm-hmm. the power of reflection and self-care and self-care and uh once you're able to kind of tune in to some of the positive things that have happened this year, definitely just try to, like I said, maybe schedule some of those positive things into your week. Every Everyone has a smartphone these days for the most part. So let your smartphone tell you when it's time to slow down because mm-hmm. otherwise you'll just keep going. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to kind of end it here and we're going to work on some self-reflection and we'll talk about that in next week's episode. Have a great week and try to see if you can find the positive lights of 2020. <laughs> Thanks, we love you. When I cannot see it, it's beyond a reason.